Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to another episode of the Keel Podcast. I am your host, as always, Alex Keel, long time the inside of the inside of Tyler Keel. That's my name. And we're sorry that it's not on Tuesday, but we had stuff we had to do. I'm sure the 20 people that listen to us really are like, okay, sure, bud. Okay, boss. Okay, bud. But we are here, we are not live, but recording, and... We are here in body and in voice, and not soul. in spirit. Oh, soul, we are? Oh, okay. Been a long week for some people. It's only Thursday. Exactly. You still got three more days. Wait, no, my week starts on a Sunday. Okay, so you still got two more days. Exactly, on a Friday and Saturday. Thankfully, Saturday I'm at the racetrack. Friday I have off. It's just been out. And the fact that it's a gloomy day, too, it just mixes everything together. You'll be into okay. Into a bowl of you-know-what soup. You'll figure it out. I hope I figure it out. So, let's start off... Did I leave my car windows down? I'm pretty sure you did, because you usually do that, but whatever. Oh, I think I put them up because I saw the clouds today. But, so, it is Angry August, and the premise of this... Oh, hey, it's August, people. Yeah, by the way, just just so you know. Just in case you don't know what date it is. 30th anniversary for the trade, Alex. Yeah, the trade. The trade? The worst trade ever. The most one-sided trade. No, it was the worst trade ever. Well, it was Peter Pocklington getting out of debt, which he was going to owe Wayne Gretzky. I know. But and, no, the worst trade ever. But, however... Marty McSorley to the L.A. Kings, guys. Worst trade ever. It could have been so much. It could have, it could have been great. I mean, they I mean, they lost Gretzky, too, but Marty McSorley. Oh, McSorley, my God. McSorley, man. man. He would have won another Stanley Cup. You know you know the reason why he slashed the guy upside the head was because he, he ended up got traded. Ten, he forgot that. About, like, oh, man, 12 years ago I got traded. Yeah. To Los Angeles. I'm sure Marty McSorley loved Los Angeles. Who are you kidding? I mean. <laughs> Knowing he, McSorley? Come on. I mean, but he. Wayne Gretzky had Janet Janet Jones or whatever. So, he was fine. Marty McSorley had Los Angeles. As much as McSorley is a hockey guy, dude, Los Angeles, Marty McSorley, you know the guy. Come on. But he's a good boy. He's, well, <laughs> he's a good boy. He does a lot Off of things. Off the ice. Um. Yeah, I, I tweeted about it today. I'm like the tra- the trade. I said the the trade 30 years ago today. The game changed forever, and you know what? I'll be honest. As much as I don't like some of the Southern Belt and understand you know understand the hockey markets are a little light. You know what? It did a lot good for the game than it would have done if he had stayed in Edmonton or if he had gone somewhere north. So right. And it's, if he stayed in a rather different hockey market, because he admits that there was another. He he. I mean, we heard Gretzky before. He said he made well, yeah. Detroit. He's he said multiple things about it. He was getting looks at from Detroit, um, even before he got traded to San, St. Louis. He actually was getting looks at from St. Louis and whatever. Wasn't okay. There was a no. There was a rumor in like the mid '90s of Wayne Gretzky. Not well, no, yeah, because that was it was a St. Louis or Toronto in the mid '90s when he got traded from L.A. From, from L.A., yes. Do you think when Gretzky had came to Toronto after L.A., do you think that maybe no. people would have forgiven him for 93? No. If they'd won? Nope. No? Really? No. Hmm. I think so. People hold grudges. It's just a matter of life. Okay, if they'd won a Stanley Cup? Yeah, think? yeah, but it's it would have an asterisk next to it. Ah. Wayne Gretzky wins the Cup, but he still did X, Y, and Z. But they, if they had won the Cup, if, if the Kings had won the Cup after that, no. There would have been a riot in, well, Brant- the- in Brantford. Not in Toronto, in Brantford. There would have been a riot in L.A. too. Like, oh my god, we actually won a thing! 
oh yeah, because no, there would have been a riot because hey, let's go meet all the stars and celebrities that are going to be at the parade. No, the kings. In dude. Wayne Gretzky's cart. No, go meet the kings, not the stars. That's Dallas. They Form- weren't even form- the- formerly Minnesota. They weren't even the Dallas stars. They were still the North Stars that yeah. year. No, they were moving then. Next year they moved. Yeah. Oh, back to the show. What? <laughs> okay. Before we get like actually back to the th- show, let's be honest. The one outdoor game that they held at the Coliseum. It was weird. They would not have sold as many tickets if Wayne Gretzky wasn't playing. How many people were even at that game? 5,000? There were a few. If you go back and you watch the old footage. I've seen more people at a roller hockey game in an arena than that. Then again, the game was building. It's not as big as it is now. Yeah, it was, in, well, it was built outside. It was like built in the same spot where they did WrestleMania 9. Wasn't it? No. The Coliseum. No, it was like, no, Caesars. It was done in Caesars, dude. Wasn't it? Yes. It was at the Coliseum. No. It was done in L.A. It was done in Las Vegas. Was it? Yes. Oh, oh whatever. Holy Mackinac. Yeah, they did that game in Rome. Rome. In Rome. They yeah. didn't. They, they had billion. No one's been that allowed to that, that billion a in 100 game. years. That was a weird game. Wasn't like Joe Lewis, like, I think the I think Joe Lewis was in a title match for the Roman Coliseum. That was like the last event they ever held publicly there. And then they realized this thing's going to fall down if someone steps on it again. Well, yeah, it's the same way. Okay, any old building, you just have to decommission. It's the same reason why the Pontiac Silverdome. That okay. thing got left there. Yeah, that, they, they it wasn't, they, it wasn't, it wasn't, you know, just deteriorate. Oh, okay, it was deteriorating. But that place could have been renovated, but they just left it there. And well, then yeah, a they, hit it and ripped off the dome, and now it's a soaking pile of dung. Well, they left it there thinking that it would just fall down eventually, and then... 20 years or so passed, and then they tried to demolish it, and then it was like, nope, we're good. Oh, yeah, the demolish still didn't work. It's oh, yeah. still standing. They literally put, I, I forgot how many pounds of dynamite on each, like, support beam or whatever that and they had. Still the cement work. and, like, steel beams or whatever. That they, they did everything just, they could, and it still wouldn't go. No, it just little, it literally dropped five and a half feet. Five and a half feet. Oh, it like, did drop a little bit. I yeah, thought it, it went. It, it just all. went boonk, boonk. All right, we're good. Everyone right. good? Everyone away? All right, come back in. MCBA state finals here next year, guys. Let's do this. Oh God. I'll be honest. I would not have gone to those if they were in Pontiac. Oh hell yeah, you were. You want to know why? Because you've been like, so wait, I get to go. You know, I think I, I'll be honest. The first year I went to see your state finals. Oh, by the way, Alex was in marching band. In high yeah, school. I did. I did the band. And. I always went to Ford Field. So like, you know, I hadn't been to Ford Field. I wanted to see you. I wanted to support you. I'm like, yeah. I'd never go but then again, Ford Field. Field. It was, it's very small. I hear Roman Coliseum is very small. What, the Roman? Well, yeah. It's like ridiculously small. Like, you'd think you'd be like towering over. It's just it's just a little stadium. Well, yeah. A little stadium in Rome. Then again, you also have to think. Rome's not huge. Italy's not huge. It's just the fact of they wanted to build a big enough spectacle that could tower over everything else at the time. And Which was mud huts and, you know, little little housing for... Well, like little sh- shat, shacks. Shacks? Your shacks? Yeah, you had yeah, 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 I don't know how... The Italians are hanging out in the shacks. I, I don't okay, know. Okay, you just stop right there. <laughs> well, they're, they're Needless right. to say, you could see it for miles, and it could fill over 5,000 people. miles and miles. And it filled up the entire, you know, empire and all this stuff. And Caesar did the whole thumbs down, thumbs up, and people... Well, actually, I'll take it back. That's just Gladiator I'm thinking of. Yeah, that that is just Gladiator. I'm just thinking of Gladiator. No. Great movie. Great movie. Historically inaccurate. Mm-hmm. Well... 
Because then again, the gladiators, they didn't Parts even... of it. The gladiators never died, yeah. No, they didn't die. The point was they that you slaves. beat them. They were just slaves, and you attacked, and they had play fights and stuff like that. That's why, if you actually, if you watch the beginning of the movie, like, don't they, aren't the gladiators supposed to lose in this one? Or whatever, aren't the bad guys supposed to lose in this one? Because it's a play. It's a very violent play. It's literally professional wrestling before professional wrestling. Yeah. Because, I mean, if you think about it... If you Macho might... man Russell Crowe coming in there and turning heel on everybody. Ooh, yeah. Are you not entertained? <laughs> well, think about it. If you killed all... Oh, the... you not entertained. Yeah. If you went and you and killed... Julius Caesar's sister is his Miss Elizabeth. Oh, I was going for the actual Hans Zimmer, the Hans Zimmer song, but okay, that works too. Well, you were out of tune, so I took it over. Yeah, okay. Talking about taking it over, let's take it back to the show. So, we're having a lot of contract signings. Is anyone listening at this point? <laughs> they should be. They should be. Well, yeah, okay, One-year deals. Okay, we've, okay. And it's, we it's only a ni- had, really had three. It's real, and we keep saying every week, it's starting to dwindle down, and we have gone to nothing. It's August, though. You have to remember. I think everyone's only, settling there's, down. There's only five player, four players left. I forget what the names are that have that are filing for arbitration that ha, are that have settled out of court or out of without going to arbitration meetings. So the three biggest ones that happened recently have been two in Ottawa: Cody Ceci and Mark Stone, and William Carlson. Now they're all one year deals. He's not German. William, he's Swedish. He's, he's Swedish, but he's not. He's not German. William. No. It's a V. No. It's a V. It's William. William. No. William Carlson. I'm looking this up. If it's Swedish, it's a V, like Sweden. They don't say Sweden in Sweden. They say Sweden. And so his name is William Carlson. Nonetheless, so Cody Ceci was asking for, if I'm not mistaken, he was asking for $6 million. The team was only willing to offer, I think it was like three and a half. And so he got a, uh, he got a little bit, uh, no, it was like five and a half in Cody Ceci. We went over this. Cody Ceci does not deserve a whole lot okay, of money. Okay, you were right. Never mind. Thank you. Cody Ceci is not worth $4.3 million. However, he probably is like, all right, I'm just going to take this, even though he wants more. I'm going to take this. It's payout. He's going to get the money. He's going to work his butt off. Like, this is why I think Ottawa, in a sick, twisted scenario, may have a chance. Listen. Listen. Don't give me that look. I'll give you that look, but I'll... Cody Cody Cece and Mark Stone are two guys that want more money. Mark Stone wanted $9 million. He's only getting 7.35. But each, him and Cece, are for one year. They want more money. So they're going to work their keisters off. To They're going to play their best. Whether or not it helps the team or not, who cares? But if they all work, if they all play really well, it's going to help them a lot. And they're going to get, they want to be worth that money that they want. So they can go next year. They can go to, because now, because they're not RFAs now. Mark Stone and Cody Cece are both RFAs. Now they're UFAs. Mm-hmm. So now they have that luxury to next year go out and get more money than he got this year so that you know on a contract year they're going to play their absolute best. They're going to say, hey, Mark Stone, I am worth $9 million. Cody Cece, you know what? Maybe he is worth $6 million. Maybe he's worth, you know, top two minutes. But they're going to have to prove that this year and that's going to be huge for them. And that's why I think, I mean, you, know, you never want to take Ottawa lightly because, duh, you never want to lose to a team like Ottawa. You don't want to lose to a team like Arizona. We'll get to them later. But there's a lot, there's a lot to look forward to like you want to see these guys you always want to see these guys work their butts off and I know Ottawa's not the greatest team I know they want out but of course they were RFAs and no one's going to offer sheet in RFA anymore That's this is we're way past that kind of day right so whether or not Mark Stone has a turnaround season whether or not Cody Cece actually plays like he thinks he's worth because I'll be honest he's I del- think he's he'll del- try. he is delusional 
I'm sorry, bud. This ain't the 67s where you're a top two defenseman every night because let's be honest, you're, you know, fifth and sixth defenseman or two 16 year olds that just called up from junior B or from the CCHL. I think CC would be a good fit in St. Louis next year. Uh, third, where? Third pairing? Well, third. Third pairing's well, not worth $6 million, Alex. Well, that's what I'm saying. Either well, he could either he takes pay cut and goes third pairing, or he could be second pairing and then work the penalty kill. Well, yeah, exactly. Because so, he has good penalty, he has good penalty kill minutes. He knows how to clear the puck deep. And and I, when I look at Cody Cece and Mark Stone, Ottawa has the chance of offering the money after this year. But at the same time, yeah, I don't because Carlson will be off the books. Right, but at the same time, I want to give the Unless benefit. Trade of the, him and retain. Right, or I want to give them the benefit of the doubt of what if they go somewhere. And for me, I think Cody Cece would be somewhere great in St. Louis because you don't know what's going to happen after next year. And then Mark Stone to Calgary. That's what I'm going to say. And I know it's because those are those are two players that are worthwhile tools of the trade, except for it's they're they're in that weird spot where they're old enough that they think they can ask for so much and they see younger players making more. Ottawa still has, even with those dumb contracts they just signed, over $6 million in cap space. Still. Now, whether or not that actually has any, anything, what they have to do, what can they do with it? I don't know. They can spend that on their facilities. You mean the, no, okay, that, no, that's a team, but no, that, that you can't do that. That's not how it works. You can, that's all strictly the team. The salary cap is something the league offers them or says they can spend as much as. Exactly. Um, but if they don't spend that money, because, okay, the team has their money, and regardless of how much they can spend, it's how much money they have. That's why, of course, Arizona is always having issues with the cap floor. You're right. Because they could spend as much as they want, but they don't have the money to do so. Not all of us could just be like Paul Heyman and ECW and telling people to wait 15 days to cash their check because it would bounce like a crap ton of bouncy balls. You know what's funny? We always joke about the uh, the Arizona Coyotes having to beat the cap floor. The Leafs, granted we haven't signed William Nylander yet, have more cap space than the Arizona Coyotes. Well, yeah, because think about it. All of the, the best talent that we have are still, still on their ent- entry levels yeah yeah they're still not even making well some of them are not even making 925 and then you have the few the proud the Austin Matthews that oh, yeah, are making Matt- 925 Matthews Marner entry it, level max yeah it'll be so that's why I'm thinking you know next year obviously will be a little different and the year after that will be a little different and the year after that and the year after that and the year after that eventually Marlowe's contract will come off the books Unless you were signed for cheaper. At yeah. that point, I don't think I would want him to re-sign. Well, not for $6 million. We can well, get no. him for less. I'm just saying that he... How badly do you want to win a cup? Unless he wins a cup. In that case... I'd throw just, him on the fourth line. If he wins a cup, go home. Just go home. Tuck it in. Go home. Um, so Marlo's got kids. Take after a Ginla. I mean, he didn't get his cup, but go home. He went... Okay, he went... Until his body stopped. That's the thing. The The boy took a year off. The boy took a year off. He's like, I can't do this, guys. I'll have one more victory run, and then I'll lose, and then go home. That, that was actual bummer. But great guy, Jerome Gimble. Uh, yeah. so, Good show. The other one, really notable, is obviously William Carlson. Mm-hmm. Okay. Can't, I'll stop saying it. <laughs> we speak English. We don't speak Swedish. William. William Carlson. William. Defoe. 
$5.25 million for one year, and this Okay, is, so here... Okay, go ahead. I'll let you go for Yeah, you, you had your take with the Ottawa and everything. I'll go with Vegas because... I have a lot of things to say about Ottawa. What's it to you? <laughs> so, Vegas, obviously, with a player like William Carlson, he's... He's one of those fringe players that he puts up great numbers. You know, he, he plays quite he, a... He, pl- he... Okay. Don't make me stop you. Okay. I'll stop you. Don't you won't. Don't stop me. He plays... Ow! He plays good minutes on the ice. He's a great player. He does what he has to do. He gets the points. He get pucks deep. Get he pucks scored in the six net. goals two years ago, Alex. So, what did he do last year? He played on a team that God knows how they're going to do this year. He could easily put up five goals this season, Alex. Okay, but he did... One goal per million dollars. Exactly. That's why he signed a $1 million deal saying... No, no, a one-year deal, you mean. That's what I said. You said $1 million. Oh, I'm sorry. A one-year deal saying last year wasn't a fluke. By the way, I'm still William Carlson, and I'm just showing you I don't need James Neal to look like... Amazing. Well, he didn't play James Neal. It was him, um, Riley Smith, and Marchessault, wasn't it? Wasn't that? No, March so was first line with Neil, because he was quicker than quick. He was lightning. But needless, I'm looking up the uh, needless to uh, say, left Will- wing walk. William Carlson is worth five point two five million dollars. He's a great player. He's young. He does what he needs to do. And the NHL is a business of what have you done for me lately? That's why whenever people look at contracts and they analyze them. It's very easy to analyze a one-year deal and see how you end up after the one year. Now, if you're looking at something like a seven-year deal or how many it was for Zetterberg on his most recent contract extension, you're like, oh, my goodness, at the back end of it, it's not going to be worth it. Why? Because you're thinking... Game six of the Stanley Cup Finals, left-wing lock, March so, Riley Smith on the wings, William Carlson, center, first line. Thank you. Okay, I was talking regular season, but shut your mouth. All right, I'll pull this up fine. I'll get really into it. But you know what I'm saying, though. Yeah, two years he might have scored four goals or five goals for the Columbus Blue Jackets, a crap team, two years ago. How they made the playoffs this year was great. It was great for the organization because they made the playoffs and they did good. Exactly. And so did the Vegas Golden Knights, and they made it all the way to the end, but they lost. You're right. And William Carlson was one of the major factors that kept him in that race. And he put up the points. Well, everyone did. James Neal scored a lot of goals. William Carlson did his role. Riley Smith. Lucas Spiza did amazing on the penalty kill. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. <laughs> Mark Andre Fleury did amazing. He blocked shots. Lucas Spiza. He just laid there. He didn't block shots. He gives the puck away. He's a defensive and off. He's a liability. He's more of a liability than Jake Gardner. And that I, means a you lot. didn't pay enough attention to the Vegas Golden Knights. So I don't neither did you. Looking. You didn't even. Stay I paid up. more attention than you. What do you mean? I'm saying I paid more attention to the Vegas Golden Knights than you did. Who's more attention? Why'd you pay her? It's a long day, all right? You're just making it longer. You're right. I am making it longer. I'm still going to go work out after this. And I have a day off tomorrow, thank goodness. I mean, so do I, kind of, because UPS is a honest labor job. That's how they sell you. You want to get swole? Well, that's swole? that's not it. I mean, they... Squat! They... Leg day. Every day's leg day. I love leg day. I I love my wife how I love my leg day. Intensely. <laughs> I'm a good man. <laughs> I'm a good man. 
Uh, uh, talking about do people Nazi- actually listen to us? Yeah, they do. They do. Okay. Hi guys. Thanks for listening to us. If you're still listening. Well, how many subscribers do we have on uh, SoundCloud now? Not enough. Oh, that's okay. We have plenty of listeners through. Uh, how many bottles app- of alcohol people drink to get through our show? iTunes and Apple Podcast. And I'm not talking like beer alcohol. I'm talking liquor. I'm talking ten high, half gal. How many do you need, people? Why would you drink that stuff? That's basically diesel. <laughs> exactly. You got to keep going. Jeez. Diesel will take you a long way, man. Just keep going and going. And it's cheaper. It's like 10 high. <laughs> Diesel's not cheaper. Are you kidding me? Diesel to regular fuel? Have you, do you not get gas? <laughs> or do you just go no, to... No, t- never mind. I'm thinking of E80. Never mind. E85. That yes. ethanol. That corn. Flex fuel. <laughs> American ethanol. Um, in, re- in comparison to Canadian ethanol, which is E. Where are we? Where were we? Help. We're, we're talking about what makes us angry. That's why we need to do this live so people can like comment and say, you guys were here. Yeah, but. We're doing a live show at Madison Square day, Garden. In, this, in the garden. 25,000 people are going to listen to us talk. Are gonna watch us talk in this day and age? It's hard for people to sit down right at a specific time to watch you. That's why people have DVRs and why people record. And stuff. that's why YouTube's great because they'll never leave you. Well, until somebody takes it down. Well, don't flash your tits, Alex. Okay. Simple. Okay. Um. So do you, so. What? Well, so we are in August, and we. Have been teasing for the past few weeks the concept of Angry August. Because they both have the letter A in it. So, at the beginning of our shows... And I'm we'll, fed up with everything going on, so sure, why not? Exactly. Let's so stir the pot. So the plan is that every every week for August, at the beginning of the show, we'll do... How many weeks do we actually have in August that we can do the show? I think four. Four? Six, six, today, the 16th, 23rd. Yeah? Yeah, four. Four weeks. Four weeks of this. The beginning of the show will be most recent news or whatever, and then uh, like an honorable mention, and then the last segment. Well, something we find to talk about. Yeah, like the Gretzky thing. I mean, the Marty McSorley thing. Excuse me. You think Marty McSorley? I think Gretzky. I think what what good it did for the game and how it completely derailed derailed the Oilers franchise. That nineteen ninety Stanley Cup, great. You beat a Boston team. That, but let's be honest. Back then, the Eastern Conference was weaker than anything. Wayne Gretzky looked like a pansy in that press conference, and it kills me every time. Okay. No man should cry like that. Even though that man was he, – he was crying. Okay, scratch he, that. He was – okay, hot take. It, he wasn't crying because he was going to Los Angeles. He wasn't crying. He wasn't crying. He was crying because his wife. Here's my hot take of the day. Oh, boy. Janet Jones wanted to come back to Los Angeles. Well, and it helped that Bruce McNall needed – needed a star in LA to build a team around. New logo, new looking sweaters. They just got in the black and silver. They needed somebody Dude, to Dude, this look. isn't a hot take. Janet Jones No, this isn't is a the hot... Yoko Ono of hockey. It why, is Why don't you just say Carrie Fisher before being Carrie Fisher was cool? I mean Carrie Underwood. Whatever. You said Carrie Fisher. Yeah. How dare just... you compare Princess Leia to Janet Jones? Because I saw Carrie Fisher was an actual actress. Janet Jones was a blonde because I who saw, could smile and twink her eyes at a director and a producer and realize that she could get a job by just doing that. Because somebody they made, made a movie that Janet Jones Tyler. Made. Because somebody made a meme of that and instead of Carrie Underwood's face, they put Carrie Fisher's face. How dare you? I didn't make the meme. 
Well, they, uh, it's, but, blame the internet. Janet Jones, Wayne Gretzky could have been in Edmonton forever. If Janet Jones hadn't wanted to go into L.A. and said, hey, we should he make could, a deal. He wouldn't have stayed in Edmonton forever. Somehow, some way. No, because Janet Jones didn't, okay. Janet Jones didn't like all the attention that he was getting. She wanted it for herself. She oh wanted God, to live back in a nice, up. warm state. How in the world they met, I don't know. I don't care. Tyler, don't you know. just shut your mouth right there. Because, Ty, if Wayne Gretzky didn't want to go to L.A., he would have disagreed and he would have said no. It didn't help that Peter Pockington was a total turd about the whole thing. It was a mixture of everything. Janet Jones wanted it's to go not, to L.A. No, it's not Janet Jones' fault. Not entirely. No. Not entirely. No, it's not. Because Wayne Gretzky, in his essence, is his own person. He's he is, his own isn't human he? being. He can make his own decisions. If he wanted to, he could have just stayed in Edmonton, took You're a right. pay he cut. He could have called the trade right before the press conference. You exactly. Are right. He could have. Right. It's not Janet Jones, it's not whoever. No, it's it was Wayne Buck. Gretzky's It's a mixture of the whole it thing. It was Wayne Gretzky's choice. He had the choice to do so and he let it happen. It was four year old stale milk with chocolate chips that died ten years ago. It was an absolute mess and everyone was just hurling everything. And it was Wayne Gretzky's fault. And Marty McSorley was on the ride because obviously You he, needed someone to protect him. Yeah. Bernie Nichols was ain't ain't gonna do it. Because I always remember oh well I forgot the Calgary Flame that did it. Oh, who was it? He completely decked Wayne Gretzky at the blue line, and he was out for the game. Wayne Gretzky was a feather. I swear to gosh. Are you talking about the time Gary Suter ran him into the boards? No, 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 it was an open ice hit right on the blue line. I forgot who hit him, but he just went down, he was sitting there, and he was crying. He He looked more like a... You know what? Then Paul Korea did because Paul Korea he was out like a Paul light. Paul Korea died. Wayne Gretzky was just sitting there. Ah, Marty, they hurt my Where's tummy. Mar- Marty Semenko, where are you guys? Help, Messier, where are you? Moose, help. Um, so that so segueing into it, this is my hot take. This, oh, this is my is- angry August. Why enforcers are still needed in the NHL? Wait, hold on. No, are you just saying why they should be, or why we do we why do we need them? Yes, that's it's the same question. No, why, no, no. Why do we? Are you asking why are they still here, or oh, here's please, why they're not them. still here. Okay, so you're defending why they should be in the league. Go for it. Tom Wilson is not an enforcer. No, I'm asking. No, I'm asking what side you're taking here because it sounded like you were taking both sides here. I, I was trying to figure out, you know. I'm taking the point of enforcers should be commonplace in the NHL, and this is and we don't. Okay, I know it's your thing. Before you start, we don't need enforcers. We need guys that can defend players. Enforcers. No, we need guys that can play and do that. You're telling me Ty Domi can actually play? Yeah. Mm. He put up points. Mm. Wendell Clark was an enforcer. He Wendell Clark was points. not an enforcer. Wendell Clark was a complete player. He did everything. And he fought like the Dickens. Bob Probert put up points, fought like the Dickens. Because he played on the power play. He was JVR before JVR. He stood in front of that and let Steve Darren McCarty put up numbers. No, he did not. Yes, he did. No, he did not. Yes, he did. He scored two hat-tricks in his whole pro career. <laughs> exactly. One was in the minor leagues. We're... So? <laughs> I don't care what you're saying. You Darren don't McC- need to score three goals a game. <laughs> To be Wayne great. Gretzky did. Okay, but that's Wayne Gretzky. He was a freaking feather. Needless but to I say, I am telling you this. Okay, Bob Probert was different. 
Oh, Dub, they're different. Okay, what makes him different? He actually played on a team that could feed him the puck, and he actually had decent hands. Whereas Darren McCarty was just, I'm Darren McCarty. I'm coming after you. I tipped it. I scored. Okay, Peter Holland was on the first line of the Toronto Maple Leafs for a little while. With yeah, because Nikolai... Bozak was hurt. Okay. <laughs> People could fit, fed him the puck, and he scored. We didn't have anyone to feed him the puck, Alex. That was the problem. Probert did. Probert had a bunch of guys. Going back. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, a lot of times, especially in especially in the NHL, you have people that make runs at star players. That's why when Connor McDavid goes down with a concussion or whatever. He never had a concussion. Or what did he get hurt? He got How'd... tied up with a guy and got his shoulder blown out. And then the only thing that happened with it was that the, the Flyers player, I don't remember his name, obviously he's not important, he just only he just stirred the pot by saying, yeah, it's whatever. That was the only problem people had with it. It wasn't the fact that, you know, he intended to injure him. He was just like, I don't care. And that's what takes people off. Exactly. The people, the fact, there there are players that don't care about their opponent. You shouldn't care about your opponent. You want to know why? They're your opponent. You play to win the game. Yeah, you play to win. That's that's the point. My point is... Unless you play for Ottawa. And I don't know what that guy's playing for. Money. $7.35 million? Yeah, I can do it. For one year? Sure. <laughs> My name is Mark Stone. Yes, Ty, we know. Brand, I used to play for the Brandon Wheat Kings. Okay, shut up. Tracy Hip named a song after me. <laughs> okay, I want I want you to I want you to think of how many more games, how many more points, and how many or how many more goals and how many more assists with a grand total of how many more points Sidney Crosby would have gotten if he didn't have how many concussions? Because players ran him from behind or they hit him in open ice. Okay, that was really only the one, wasn't it? No, there was multiple. He's had multiple concussions. He's had concussion like symptoms. No, only the one okay. real concussion. Concussions. Even if you have concussion-like symptoms, it's a concussion. Just because just because someone takes a poop in the forest, but you don't call it a turd, it's still a poop. Um, he still had a concussion. It might have been less than the one that he had where he was completely gone, but still, it's a concussion. I haven't really seen him since that big hit taken, actually. Like, I think he's had, I mean, he's been hit hard before. I think he's had, like, soreness or something like that, but I've never seen him actually go down with a legitimate injury since that hit. Now, granted... With your saying, but that was of course in 2011. When, Still, when there were guys that were in the league that fought, not in Pittsburgh. Well, not in Pittsburgh because because who the heck was on that team. Not a lot of big guys. Now, Jordan Stahl never really fought. I mean, I'm trying to think of that whole team now, and I'm, yeah, there wasn't a whole lot on that team. But then again, the whole league is kind of going away from it. Let's be honest. Who is really the tough guys left in this league? There's not a whole lot. Quote-unquote tough guys. Quote-unquote tough guys, maybe like Tom, Tom Wilson. Wilson, Ryan Reeves. Dustin Bufflin is the only big guy, but he doesn't fight often. He, he just a, gets into he scrums. He just grabs people. Exactly. Like a bouncer. Yeah. Like a skank wrangler, as my buddy at work calls himself. <sighs> Jesus. Calls himself the skank wrangler. Skanks on the weekend. Lord. Skank wrangler! That's what I say. Whenever he gets all skank wrangly, I say that to him. But that's what I'm, that's what Bufflin is. Bufflin does he does if he fought he kill people exactly and you and he knows. Remember when Chara fought Brian McCabe? Yeah, that wasn't Brian fair. McCabe wants to forget about it. That's not Chara fair. probably doesn't remember it. And the so first and foremost, you need enforcers or okay, let's say tough guys. You need tough guys to protect your star players from getting hit. You need a situation where people are scared to hit Wayne Gretzky because they know that Marty well, McSorley will go after him. they were because there was Samanko and McSorley. Yes, you're comparing exactly. to the 80s where 
that day was, yes, obviously protected him. Now it's the same game; it's just a different form of it. So you it's have a, a much different form. So of it. the you, game has changed completely. You have else. you have a player like Nathan McKinnon, right? He is who the st- runs McKinnon. Okay, hold. On. I'm I'm not saying that he got ran, but I'm saying in theory. Okay, let's that fine. fine. Let's, a, let's take it back a, to let's a, take it back to Toronto. Then. That's a thick man. Austin Matthews. He gets hit in open ice. Like Cal Clutterbuck. Yep. Uh huh. The shoulder injury. He gets completely wrecked. He's out for multiple games, and him playing in the playoffs was kind of iffy, right? Because well, of the shoulder, he couldn't do much. He was still scoring. It's just because he he, just, he was still scoring, but he was there, still sore. There, there were, is that whole thing games. of him not playing a whole lot in the playoffs, and I don't want to get into that because I think Mike Babcock already talked to him about it. <laughs> exactly. That's what happened when he went to visit him down in Arizona. Regardless, though. Speaking there of Arizona, were, no. There were games when Austin Matthews started the game, but he had to come out halfway through because he was sore and he couldn't play anymore. He couldn't do he anymore with the no, shoulder. No, no, yes, he, he did. No, there they, were, no, there no, were no, multiple games. No, 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 yes. no, no. Yes. I remember the okay. one game, I forgot who it was against, but you were so excited because Austin Matthews was he was in the starting lineup and he was going to play, and then in the middle of the second period he got bumped and he was like, ow, I that have to go. A, that was his shoulder. And guess what? I think with a guy like Austin Matthews, is such, as young as he is, you don't want to push him through it, especially with the team he has around him. It's not like you need Austin Matthews. Exactly. Yes. He's young. He's the star player. He is number one. Regardless of how you just signed Tavares, Austin Matthews is your star player. Now, if Peter Holland or whoever, get a tough guy, get two, if, even if you have to. Peter a tough to. guy. Okay, he was a big boy. No, he, Colton Orr, how about that? Colton Orr's retired, and I love that man. Yeah, exactly. Because he died in the, in the minors. Stop touching my laptop. So, Austin Matthews, you take two tough guys, you put one on the third line, one on the fourth line, right? That way you have two tough guys that could be out there at different times, and you go and you use those guys for intimidation, even if they don't fight that night. All right. You use them and you put them out there that way. If you touch Austin Matthews and you hurt him, I'm going to deck you. I'm going to hurt you. I don't care. Well, okay, Alex. Now, with that said, with as good as this Leaf team is, who do you take out of the lineup? Okay, let me put up. Let me pull up the uh, quote unquote current. This is going to get starting ugly. lineup. This is going to get ugly quickly. Because let's be honest, I understand what you're saying. You need a tough guy, and yes, we have. I guess you can say we have Nazem Kadri, who will literally pull your hair out, not make you pull your hair out. And he will pull your hair out. We've seen that with Joe Thornton. But I'm I'm lo- just looking at this as you have to understand this game is changing. Now, whether or not fighting automatically totally leaves, no, it won't because there are guys that go in juniors and they get all hucked up and they're like, yeah, I'll start to let's fight people. And they start, they fight a little bit and, you know, they realize maybe it's not as fun as it sounds. There's some guys that excel at it. Tom Wilson, for example, Ryan Reeves, for example. Dustin Belflin can throw the knucks if he wants to. There's a lot of people that are kind of, kind of fired up. So, but you still need to be able to play. If you can have, I'd rather have four lines of depth players, four lines of players that can actually play in this game. Rather than three guys and like the Matt Martin thing, Matt Martin was down to protect the kids, and we don't need. Him. I mean, management feel like we didn't need him anymore, which may just be for the best. Pardon me, excuse me. Okay, as of right now on the Toronto Maple Leafs lineup, so this is all eighteen guys. They have sixteen, so that's two spots for you open. But if those two spots were filled, okay, does that count not having William Nylander? Nylander, sorry. Correct. Okay. Well, actually, hold on. Let me look real quick. Okay, sure. No. Nope. William Nylander is there. No, I'm looking at NHL.com. 
These are current rosters. You are dumb for looking at that site, but go for it. No, it's not because they are the current rosters. They are down one forward and they're down a defenseman. Okay. We are? Yes, as of right now. Oh, right, because they well, they're not counting like Justin Hall or, you know, maybe. Right, people that are potentials. No, gotcha. this is the actual definitive lineup. But even though even, Kelly Rose could come up, Justin Hall could come up. Justin Hall's a big boy, not the most physical player in the world, but he's a big boy. But just he's going off too. this list, if I had to pick two guys that I would take off my lineup automatically to get players that could go off. This is going to go from an enforcer talk to a what the heck are you doing? This is why Josh Juris is one I'm getting off my lineup. Who? Connor Carrick. Who? Oh, that guy we picked up in that. No, don't. Josh Juris. No, that's that's not a. He's not an NHLer. Okay, fine. Casper Kapanen. I he's would gone. murder you. Are you nuts? As, as much as, he, as as good as he is, if, if taking him off my lineup and putting someone Dude! bigger. Dude! I oh my he, gosh. Okay, I understand. In this day and age, we're gonna get a downvote. We're not gonna. Get, we're not. You know, we don't have to ever get any reactions for, for the, our shows. We're gonna get a downvote just for that. For the yes, he's a great player. He does good on the ice. But I'm saying to keep Austin Matthews healthy by intimidating them with somebody big and strong that will beat your face in like a unwanted stepchild. I'll take Casper Captain off the ice for who? Don't know. Exactly. Insert big, strong guy here. I don't care who it is because you know what? Those guys don't exist in the NHL right now. Because Exactly. Exactly. So I'm going to have to pull somebody in from somewhere else. I'm I'm going to have to pull in somebody. I'm going to have to pull in somebody that goes matter. into spring under- training camp, looks like a guy, and is like, hey, I want to make a name for myself. Drop the freaking gloves. We learned that with the guy. Who was the guy that, kept dec- that hit Clark MacArthur in the head? That guy. Where is he? Not playing in the NHL. Yeah. No one cares for that anymore. Exactly. I understand that no one that no one care that yeah, you have to protect your players. But let's be honest, if someone hit Austin Matthews, you're telling me no one on that ice is gonna go after him? Okay, Zach what's Zach Hyman will go after a guy. What's gonna happen? There's scr- every time there's even a, a quarter, Zach Hyman will fight a good Zach- hit. Okay. Okay, how many even times when has they- Austin Matthews got hit, hit hard, hit illegally? Multiple times. Once, Jake Dodgson. Okay, Cal Clutterbuck's no. hit hit him in the shoulder. Okay, illegally or hits that shouldn't have been taken? Hits that you think would have taken exception to. Exactly. The Jake Dodge one, yes, and exactly. But here's the thing, that team did, I mean, Matt Martin was on the ice. Because this day and age, worse comes to worse, what happens? Oh, there's a scrum that breaks out. Maybe you have matching minors. That's it. There's no actual fighting. You want to know why? why would you risk a roster spot for a garbage player for that who will not He doesn't have to be garbage. Matt Martin was on this team, Alex. He yes, was a he healthy was. scratch for the last half of the year. Exactly. And guess what? The Leafs got super hot. They were the they set the record for the best regular season team. And ever. Austin Matthews got hurt. A couple. Yes. Yes, he they, did. He got, he got hurt when Martin was in the lineup. No. Yes, he was when Martin when he got hit by Cal Clutterbuck. That was against the Islanders. Guess who was okay? Then I bl- the you, okay. Then I blame Mike Babcock. Mike Babcock, you're stupid because you didn't tell Matt Martin to go after a guy. Because that's do his that. job. Because that's no, suspendable. That's then job. you lose money doing that because you're going to get suspended if you do that. I don't the care league, if you get suspended. The league, yes, is softer. I understand. The league, yes, is softer about this kind of thing. But you don't risk a rush spot. I would rather have Andreas Janssen. I'd okay, rather have Kasper Kapanen than Matt Martin. So you're I, telling me that you want a player like Anthony Mantha? Let's take this over to Detroit now. Anthony Mantha, he's a good player. He puts up points. He he's does, a dumb schmuck, but he does what He does what he needs to do. No, he, he doesn't. That team's, yes. Okay. okay, yes, the team's not it. good. He's a floater. He's an absolute floater. Okay, he's not the he's not a dynasty player. He's the, he doesn't play for the best team in the Let's world. But like, he's a, was a he is a good Nashville. player. I would take Anthony Mantha on my team any day of the week. You want to know why? Because he's a good 
player. First and foremost, done. You know what he does? He goes out and he hurts his face and he hurts his fist going and getting into fights. You want to know why? Because there's nobody else on that team that will fight. Except for Advocator. No, even he doesn't fight because he can't anymore. His nose is too messed up. If he gets hit in the nose one good more time, there's a possibility that he won't be able to breathe. That's a fact. That's a fact. But what does that have to do with... Okay, the Wings can afford players like that because, let's be honest, they need to put a team together on the ice. But why would you... All right, who's the tough guy for the pitcher Penguins? Nobody, because they're not in the league. That's my problem. That's what I'm saying. You can't take and someone if, and from... And if you think Tom Wilson... No, I'm not saying think... that Tom Wilson's a tough guy. What I'm saying is that that they don't exist here anymore, Ty. You could say Tom Wilson's a quote-unquote tough guy, but he's not. If he's you... just a, he's okay. like a over-glorified, how, bigger Brad how Marchand. How important do you think Ryan Reeves was to the Vegas Golden Knights? Be important. Us, how important? Important. He scored one goal against Winnipeg in the deciding game. And? How in the world he was in the lineup? I don't know. Was he was the, important enough. He played five minutes a night. He scored one goal, and everyone thinks he's worth it. It's it, his he's job. He's important enough. His job is to yes protect players, but what does he do? Other protects than that? them player. He protects players. Now, what, why do you have a bouncer or security guards around celebrities or at bars to protect the property? Okay, yes, but you're look at a player as an asset. William Nylander is a smaller boy. If he gets hurt, you're paying someone to sit at home and do nothing and recover and go to physical therapy because he can't play anymore. This game has changed so much that, let's be honest, if a, guy, if a player's smart enough, if they see the hit coming, they're going to get out of the way. They're, they're going to try to, but what if they don't? what if they don't get out of the way? Or if they try to get out of the way and they accidentally somehow get clipped in the knee? Boom. Done. Yes, that. But that's the game. That's how the game works. Exactly. And nothing's gonna happen to that guy because no one's gonna intend to try to kill somebody. Cause that's stupid. That's pathetic. No one's gonna go out there and do something crazy. Okay. That's why you have enforcers out there no, because people saying. do you're that. Not, you're not gonna send a guy out there to go after the guy that hurt your guy. When, yes, when you Patrick, are. When Patrick Lyon got knocked for silly, guess who went after the guy? Mark Shifley, not Dustin Bufflin, not Tobias, not Tyler Myers, not the big boys. No, Mark Shifley. That's why he should be captain. Blake Wheeler wasn't on the ice, I don't think, but that's what I'm saying. I'm saying that it is, it's dumb to think that just because you have one guy on the ice, that doesn't mean like, like one guy on your bench. Like, what do you think he's going to do? Hunt the guy down? Yes. No. That's the, their job. That's not. If how, you go after one of their players and you hit them to the point where they have to leave the game, they hunt them down. It's. My argument is that. They should be a presence. They don't have to be. There is a presence. They You're don't get mauled ha- by five, got four other guys. If you hit our player, let go of the courts. They don't have to be goons, is what I'm saying. They just have well, to well, be then, able okay, to fight. Then. Who else? Okay, okay. No, and don't don't you bring up the argument of who in the NHL are you going to bring? No, because that's my point. Why They're would you not want tie- here? As much as I love Tidomi, as much as Tidomi is beloved, that was a different era where he could kind of actually kind of play. In the hook and grab era, you could do a lot. Why was Bob Probert good? Because he could hold a guy down, get to the front of the net, while holding the guy in a headlock, have a stick on the ice, tip puck in the net. Yeah, and, and now... That was legal. You and, can't do that now. You actually have to be a skilled hockey player. Yeah, and we're also in an era now where people have bigger pads and everything and are willing to do what has been proven to be a fact and the actual thing. It's called the human bullet. Milan Lucic is a big, tough guy. But he's he, not a bullet. He's slower than molasses. Oh, if he gets on those skates, he can go up to 
how many miles an hour, how many kilometers an hour, and he can deck somebody. He has a big enough body where he could put somebody out of the game if he wanted to. Or he could just point is, you could just step out of the way. That's the best part because he's so damn slow and so damn clunky. You can step out of the way. That's why Chara. Not everyone has that. Six foot nine. Got a stick that's three feet long. Who cares? Just eh, skate around him because he ain't catching you. Yeah, because that's Chara. He's a big guy. He's not a tough guy. Okay, he can hit people though. Yes, he can hit people because he's generally big. Okay, so that's why you don't see people going after and hitting Brad Marchand. Or not, excuse me. uh, Patrice Patrice Bergeron. You don't see people going after and decking Patrice Bergeron because they know they because have big enough. they have big Z coming right from behind them. That's a fact. Tory Krug can fight. He's Tory yes, fight. yes he can. I've seen him fight in the juniors. He knows how to get it done. He doesn't do it often, but he can. And he's also he's a, a player sissy. that can put up points. He's if he... a sissy. I've skated with the guy. Okay, he's so he's skating around. It's hilarious. If he needs to, he can fight. And are you going to have a team full of players that can put up points and fight if they can and then get hurt? No, I'd rather have one guy that his job is to pass pucks, do whatever he has to do. He doesn't have to be the most skilled player, but he's not going to be a goon. That's what I'm saying. The league needs more of that. That way I don't have to wait for Sidney Crosby to come back as a Pittsburgh Penguins fan if I'm one and have to wait for him to come back from injury, or worry about whether or not Austin Matthews is going to be in the lineup, or if he's in the lineup, how long he'll be in the game. That's what I'm saying. That's my hot take. That's why you, and that's why you can force you. That's I, my enforcer listen, argument. Listen, I understand why you need a tough guy and all this stuff, but that's why they put the rules in the game. If you hit a guy where he injures him, unless, he like, like I said, Austin Matthews is hit by Clutterbuck. It was a clean check. It just popped his shoulder a little funny. All right. If but what what was Matt Martin gonna do? A, fight a guy for for hitting somebody? Yes. For that's because that would be his job if he was put in that scenario. Obviously, he wasn't put in that scenario because Mike Babcock didn't point him out and said, "Matt, get him." Didn't look at Hyman and said, "Sick." Hyman won't just attack a person. He'll get in there in the corner. He'll do whatever Babcock tells him to do. That's a fact. I just... He's admitted that in interviews. I don't understand. I know the game's changed. It's a waste of money. There's another thing, too. Because there's going to be a guy... You who, don't have to pay him a million dollars. How much dollars. is Tom Wilson making? How much is Ryan Reeves making? They're making too much because those teams had the money. They made it to the Stanley... No, they don't. Well, Washington doesn't okay, anymore. Okay, Tom Wilson made it to the Stanley Cup Finals at, on the first line with Alexander Ovechkin. Tom Wilson's job was to, A, make a bunch of mess and take people off their game, and B, make sure that Alexander Ovechkin didn't get hurt. Yes, Ovechkin could stand up for himself, but he couldn't fight. Because Ovechkin can't fight. That's what Tom Wilson's job was. Yes, he gets paid too much. I agree with that. Because they made it to the Stanley Cup Finals and they're like, oh my god, we just did it. Let's go for another time. We'll spend money and make sure that you stay here. But Ryan, Ryan Reeves gets... Ryan Reeves got paid dollars. too much. Exactly. I'm not saying that he got... But that's a, but for a team, like, like if you're cash crunched, imagine how much... Why did, why did Pittsburgh get rid of Ryan Reeves? Because they realized, alright, that's too much money for that kind of a player. Where we can actually have room... To actually get a legitimate player, because that's that's their game. Their game plan was to get more skilled players, because that's what the game's becoming into. And then you're also seeing 
players from the Pittsburgh organization the, the, going the down the with works. Wait, going who? down with injuries. Who? Hornquist got hurt. Ali Mata got hurt because he got hit somewhere in the shoulder. Ali, Ali Mata's made it glass. Okay, but he's a skilled player. He's been overrated skill player. Yeah, throw be. Ryan Reeves out there. Yes, he, yes, he's getting paid too much in Clunky Vegas. Ryan Reeves can't probably catch the guy that hit him. Let's be honest. He doesn't have to catch him. He just has to punch him. He can't punch him if he can't get around him. If he's too, if you're too slow, wait for a stoppage of play. Punch him. No, because that's suspendable. And players are smart enough; they don't want to get suspended, so they don't lose their money, dude. That's that's. This game is a lot different. Yes, I understand. You want someone out there that can protect him, but I'm not going to spend three million dollars on a guy that you can't don't have to score. spend three million dollars. Clearly, you have to. No, you don't. I'm not. I'm not looking at Washington or Vegas for their money. I'm not saying that their decision financially was right. I'm just saying that their decision to keep those players around was right. Just like how if Toronto kept a big player around. Like, if Josh Levo could punch a dude all day long, I would have him on my fourth line because then he'd be worth it to me because he can play like Probert could and Ty Domi could, and no, he can punch. No, because like, Josh Levo can actually—he has skills. Exactly. He can shoot. He can stick handle. He can pass. But He's everyone can do guy. that. What makes him different? That's what you need on— NHL teams. What makes that guy different from that guy? What makes William Nylander different than Austin Matthews? William Nylander is a wizard with a stick that can make a pass to anywhere on the ice if he wanted to. What is the best part about Austin Matthews? That he could pick any pocket of any crook on this side of the Mississippi or the other with a hockey puck. A hockey stick. No, with a hockey puck. He's picking picking pockets, picking corners, you know what I'm saying? You're confusing me now. You're confusing me with your argument. You're confusing me with your analogy. I'm lost here. Okay, well, if you're lost, how about you find yourself an argument to talk about with me? My argument? Oh, Lordy, which one do I want to go with today? How about we start off small? Something that I've been talking about for years and years, and I'm not kidding, years. Even since they made it to the conference finals with the goaltender of Mike Smith and Shane Doan playing the playoffs of his life. And I don't think Oliver Ekman Larson was even on the team. I don't think he probably was. Yeah, I think he was like a second liner. Ed Jovanovsky was still on the team. Formerly known as the Phoenix Yotes. Phoenix Coyotes. The Arizona Coyotes are still an NHL franchise. Yes. Do you want to bring this up again? Because we've already talked about this topic. But I don't give a crap. All right. If you can't think of anything else, all right. I, oh, I have a couple other things, Alex. Well, I mean, I'm, I mean, I've, we've we've already talked about this topic. Great, but do you want me to go into NBC? Because we only have, I mean, we're already on, we're clo- closing in on an hour here. All right, we'll take, we'll talk about Arizona. Arizona. All right, I guess we already did talk about it. Well, I I don't know. I feel so taken off about the whole enforcer thing. I feel like if I start something new, I know, isn't it great? This is the best part about Angry August. We just need, we just get to. Go at each other. You're angry because of something that you believe has changed. I'm angry at you for thinking someone's thumbs needs to change. You don't understand that. Okay, yes, we're going to go back to this because I'll be honest, I'm hot now. You uh, think this is actually going to fix the game is putting one player worth $2 million on a bench to sit there on his hiney. I didn't say it was $2 million. You said that. Matt Martin was making, what, two and a half? 
I didn't say Matt Martin had to make $2 million. You said that. He was making a stupid amount of money to sit the bench. That's why. And he was up in the press box. Him and Josh Levo were hucking back beers up there, eating popcorn, saying, yep, it'd be great if it was us. But guess what? It wasn't. Because you want to know why Matt Martin? Love you to death. Great guy. Great hair. You were not. <laughs> you were, your playing days, your playing days are numbered, sir. You you were perfect on that on that Islanders team and those teams, man. You, Cal Clutterbuck. Oh, my goodness. Yes, we were fearful of you because you could skate around and hit people. But did you score? No. You had John Tavares. You had uh, you had Kyle Ocposo. They're still there. You had you had talent. I just want to point out the fact that I didn't set any dollar amount for how much a player would make, and if I did, I actually said at one time, one million or less. That's here's it. the problem. If the guy's outside of the entry of a contract, he's going to ask for a little bit more than that. No, there's not. You're not going to find a. Or you can look at you're him and say, find, "Listen, you're not going to find. You're a, on this team for one job, and that's this. Yeah, and you're going to. Or pay, you could gonna, sign him for two million, seven hundred and fifty grand to sit the bench. Or you could give a guy one point five million that could shoot the puck and pass the puck and fight. But no one does that anymore. Alex. Exactly. That's no, why I'm saying, saying that they need to do that's that. That's why the problem with the league is fine. Like the pro- the problem you think is there is just the way the natural game is going. Nobody wants – there's guys that come into the league, they don't want to be straight fighters. Listen, no. Okay, no. they don't want to be straight fighters because everyone wants to be a superstar because everyone thinks they're special. All no, the rules are special. They think they're good enough to actually play and produce and earn money. No one gets money anymore to fight. Tom Wilson, like you said, he didn't get money to fight. He got money because he was able to tip Alexander Ovechkin and Backstrom shots into the net and get in front and get them off their game. Brad Marchand is a skilled hockey player. He's an absolute piece of crap. But he does his job. He does it perfectly. That's why he's worth the money. Now, will anyone fight him? No, because Brad Marchand will never fight because he's a he's a mouse. He's a rat. Exactly. He's not an enforcer. He's a Kenny Linsman. Exactly. Why is everyone in Boston? Why can't there be just be like I, I just it? I what I'm saying is that no one comes in this league to fight anymore. They want to come and they want to play. They actually want to be respectable players. This game has changed and it's come a long way since 2000. Since the lockout, since the lo- year-long lockout, that was only, that was thirteen years ago, Alex. Yeah, I know. Thirteen years. I'm ago. aware. Oh six, yeah, that was kind of a weird year, in, like oh six. We still had uh, we had you know Dwayne Rollison playing old you know John Sebastian Jaguar style goaltending, and then you had John Sebastian Jaguar win it the next year, and then you had Ray Emery out there. Ray Emery, and though, you know it was kind of a weird changing game, and the game was still kind of hook and grab a little bit. Yes, they were a little harder on the rules, but. Headshots were still legal. Check from behind were a little, was still pretty rough. You know, it, like I think there's just there are things that happen in the game that even in the early in the mid 2000s, late 2000s that aren't happening today. Chris Pronger was still a a grade A defenseman in 2010. Well, yeah, 2011. Let's be honest. Nowadays, even if he was, you know, even if he was the Chris Pronger from the 2000s when he was, you know, Hart Trophy candidate Norris. Uh, I think he you know won. Yeah, he won the Norris with the Blues. It, he wouldn't be. He wouldn't be as good. Oh hell yeah, he would. Uh, oh, he'd be a first line defenseman, no doubt. Uh, Are you kidding? He, not the way he was. He not. It's a different kind of game. Yes, if he was de- now, if he was developed if. in the way. No, hold on. No. Nope. Okay, fine. If he was developed in the way the game is now, yes, that is why you can never compare Gordy Howe to Wayne Gretzky. Gordy no. Howe played in a league where you could kill a guy. Wayne Gretzky, you could hook slash whatever. You could almost kill a guy. But Gordy Howe's there. You. Mar- Maurice Richard got knocked out by a stick and during during a game, knocked out with a high stick. The guy, I think he got a penalty. I he, got, he got a penalty. Maybe who knows? But what I'm that's how it is, was in the documentary. But yeah, the docu- document yeah, in the or in the movie, the, the docudrama. Yeah, docudrama. Um, but what I'm saying is like, 
you can, you can never say like, oh, you need an enforcer now. You need an enforcer. Scott Stevens, we. I didn't over, say got, that you need one. I said that you should have one. You should have one. But I'm saying like the game doesn't. You don't need it anymore today, and you should and you shouldn't have to have one because there are guys out there that know. Hey, if I throw a hard body check, yes, I may have to answer a call. But there's a lot of guys in this league, especially a lot of teams, they see a good clean check and their player's not affected, they'll let it go. Back then, if you threw a hit, gloves were flying, six were flying, Dougie Gilmore got hit. Dougie Gilmore's hit was fine. When Marty McSorley got hit, when he hit Dougie Gilmore, Wendell Clark just did it because, hey, he hit my he hit my star player, I got to get him. Exactly. That's my that's my reasoning. But if you hit a star player, and, and, okay. And saying that if there's a, a, a good hit, like the Jack Eichel hit, was a good hit. You mean the Patrick Line hit? Or yeah, excuse me. The Patrick Line hit was a good hit. It was clean. It just looked big because he got lifted up. Because Line got, got Line got lifted off the ground. He got rocked. Yes, exactly. And that was a good hit. Don't tell me this BS of if a team sees a good hit, they're gonna respect it. No, if a team sees a hit, dirty, clean, whatever, people are going after the guy. And it's just going to be a scrum. There's going to be matching minors for roughing, blah, blah, blah. Nobody's going to get a five-minute major because in most cases, it doesn't even break out into a fight. It's just people picking a partner and dancing on the ice. Hence why I just don't think it matters anymore, Alex. Because that's how the players are. The players are they, – they, the fighting came about because back then, back in the days in the 90s, like, even when Matt Martin was coming through hockey, yes, you kind of had to fight your way to get up to the top. If you weren't going to be skilled enough, you had to fight. And guess what? It worked back then. But now everyone's developed. Everyone has a lot of skill I can make in this league. No, you, they you, don't. You, you, can't, you can't say everyone. Okay, there's A not, majority. Say a majority. If you're in the National Hockey League and you went down to the coast, you're going to look like a flipping superstar. All right? Well, yeah, just the same way of how... And those guys in the coast are still... Scrapping their way, they're still having to fight their way. And yes, the leagues are tougher down, in, you know, in the double A's and the single A's minor leagues. You know, it's a little tougher. You have to, you really have to fight your way to get your money. And that's kind of how it works. But in the NHL, if you're up there, it wasn't because you fought. It was because you were able to put up a lot of points when you're coming up through juniors, coming up through college, and when you were when you were in the American League, or if you had to come up through the CHL, you fought through all that, and you you skin you got there, you you cut your. Uh, you know, you did. You what cut you your teeth. Do. You cut your teeth. You worked. You put your nose to the grind, and you did what you had to do, and that's what it means. And if you keep going with determination, yes, Zach Hyman's not the most skilled player in the world, but he works his tail off. He does it right, and that's why Mac, Mike Babcock keeps putting him with Matthews. Not because he can do a toe drag like crazy. Not because he's got the best shot. Exactly. Because that puck gets in the corner. There goes Hyman going after it. Full full bore. Doesn't wreck the guy. Gets in there. Gets in deep. Gets the puck out to Nylander. Nylander finds Matthews high up in the slot. They score. That's how the game is now. Yes, there are still big body checks, and I love it. I love a good, clean body check. I love a nice hit that kind of sets the tempo of the game. You don't need a guy to retaliate and jump another guy like, hey, you hit my teammate, I have to fight you now. No, you just have to get in there and let him, if he hits your guy, I wouldn't say hit him cheaply back, but hey, get back more physical. Maybe step up your game. It, no, I'm, it, I'm it, not, it enhances the game. I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't arguing the fact that you should go after a guy after a clean check, like the line a hit. Nobody should have gone after him. Yes, he should have. Okay, because why? Because it, it was a clean check. Because, okay, you. Just, it was a you clean. Were saying yourself, I, I, you literally just said it a minute ago. 
that what? if it's a good hard check, you don't expect someone to go after him. Exactly. I don't expect – I shouldn't have to expect if it's a clean hard check. I shouldn't expect them. But it happens anyways because nowadays if someone says – if somebody hits a good check like the one on line A, you're going to have people coming after you. Doesn't matter if it's clean or not. If it's a big hit, someone's going after you. That's I'm not saying that you should go and after. Here's the thing: not all teams are gonna do it, but there's not a lot of guys in this league that run around anymore looking for trouble. Okay, but so they're like okay, like hit wise. There's Brad Marchand and there's you know Vander exactly. Kane. Wouldn't you want a guy to go and deck Brad Marchand? No, because Brad Marchand a you don't fight. have to put him out of the game. Just hit him hard. That way he thinks he twice can... before after going after someone and licking someone oh. or biting their finger or doing this, that, okay, or the other the thing. thing. Everyone goes after Brad Marchand. If they get a clean hit, we like P.K. Subban. But Brad Marchand just gets up and keeps going. Yes, and that changes the tempo of, changes the tempo of a game. No, you don't. Brad, no one needed to fight P.K. Okay, Subban. Okay, fine. Everyone, everyone looked at that Brad Marchand hit. Did anyone fight P.K. Subban after that, those hits? No, of course not. Why? Because it was a clean check. Okay, Good fine. Good clean check. Okay. If you see a knee stick out, if you see an elbow pop up, or if you catch a bit of his head, yes, there's going to be a guy that goes after him. However, you don't need an enforcer for that. You just need a guy with common sense. Okay, fine. Okay. The Kachuk Spear from the bench. Who you can't they, who, fight who, who, a guy. Hold on, hold on. Who do they play? Who 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 did Calgary play in that game? That was that was the Leafs. That was when he speared Matt Martin. Mm-hmm. And Matt Martin didn't feel a thing. If you think of Matt Martin felt a, okay, a stick hold on. to his junk. Now, now hold on. Matt Martin drags him on the ice and beats him on like an unwanted stepchild. Kachuk speared a guy. First and foremost, you fight him for that fact alone. No one saw. And it. you're I saying said, no, that the, the, the game. Here's the thing. You said the game has changed, and then there's rules and people getting suspended. Blah 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 blah. If I'm a Toronto, Kachuk Maple, got suspended. If yes, Kachuk he, got suspended. He got suspended, right? Because he did a badge, so he got punished. Correct. Now. Toronto Maple Leafs, I don't care if he got suspended. I don't care if he got punished Nobody for it. Nobody saw it except for the cameras. Literally nobody saw it. That's the thing. Nobody saw it. Regardless. Matt Martin, like I said, would have reacted. A normal person would have reacted. Regardless. If you get kicked in the nuts, Alex, before you fall down, do you try to attack the guy? If you don't fall down? Yes. Yeah. Exactly. But, like I said, Matt Martin didn't feel it. Nobody saw it except for all the cameras in the building. Okay? I'm just, that's what I'm telling you. The next game that Calgary played, because I don't think did they they played Calgary maybe once after that, was, that game. Well, I think that was past the whole. I think that I think that kind of watered down. It was like the Vancouver game. Nobody went after Kachuk. Is what I'm saying. Why? Because because nobody you saw it. Because Martin nobody wanted hurt. to. Nobody wanted to. Martin wasn't get hurt. a two minute minor. No, Martin didn't get hurt. Nobody saw it. Okay. There's Still, a lot the fact that, that somebody got it. speared. Okay, that's the thing. No one saw it. What are you going to do? Go after him three months later? Yes. Dude. Okay, do you remember? Okay, you remember? That's th- how justice you, works. You remember how the Vancouver game was a couple years back, right? Remember, that was the Them game. versus Boston? No, the Van- Vancouver versus Toronto. The game where, I think, was it Freddie Anderson and Miller kind of grabbed each other, and that was the game Kadri lit up Sedin. Yeah. The, the, it was like a 6-4, 6-5 gong show. Alex Burroughs did some stupid stuff. and Yeah, and Riley- after that, what happened? Nothing. Nothing. Because. Why? Because it doesn't matter. It should matter. Heat, it's the heat of the moment. Yes, guys get they fight, they get you know they hit whatever. But like it was like what three months down the road, the media, the media was trying to build that up. And everyone, you don't need the every, media. No, that's what I'm saying. They were trying to build it up, and the re- teams were just like, no, no, dude, we're, we're fine. It's, it's it's a game. We're okay. I mean, that was three months ago. 
All I'm saying is this: you yeah, if you play Boston, that's why I think if you that's why I think if they went back to the whole divisional where you played every team eight times or six times or whatever, yes, you'd see a lot more of fisticuffs. You'd see a lot more cheap stuff. But nowadays, you play teams so few times, and I mean, let's be honest. I mean, unless something happens during that game, no one's gonna. If you play if you play a team out in the West, or if you're an East team, play a team twice a year, unless you play them back to back, who's gonna care? You should. Unless you do something really stupid. The team should. The Vancouver-Toronto game, the next time the two teams played, it should be. It should have been another battle. People should have been going after each and other. No, instead it was a great game. It was a, I think it was a 2-2 or a 3-3 game. Yeah, it, it was went a, to overtime. It was, a, it was a great game. It was a very competitive, skill-based game. And, yep. and it, it was, was BS. It was, what was wrong with it? Sure, the, yes, the Leafs lost in the shootout, but who cares? It was a great hockey game. Yeah, it was a great hockey game that didn't have what it should. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. The teams should have gone after each other. I don't know. I'm. I listen. I've kind of always thumped and say, hey, you know what? There does there does need to be a little toughness game. Yes, there does. Within reason. I don't need to see the pier the pier four line brawls anymore. I don't need to. I need a good game. I want good goaltending. Yeah, I don't. I don't care I want, about line. I, I don't care about line brawls brawls either. The oh oh what what I'm were not, the two? What were the two teams? Um, it was like it was Philadelphia and somebody else. Where just at the beginning of the game, every all the forwards on both teams just oh, dropped talk, the gloves. You're talking about Pete DeBoer versus John Tortorella, the Devils and Rangers. Yes, that game. That, that was because, that was okay. stupid. Line brawls like that are stupid. If you're having a line brawl, it's because someone hit somebody else. Okay, going back, and I know it's the the term of yeah, but it was way back when or whatever. Detroit versus Colorado. Darren McCarty going after Claude Lemieux because Claude Lemieux... murder was legal then, Alex. Because Claude Lemieux hit someone from behind and destroyed Chris Draper's face for how many months? He was completely... He couldn't speak. He couldn't eat. He couldn't do anything because he got smashed. You know what Darren you know, McCarty did? You know Lemieux didn't play a single game against Detroit that year until that last game of the season. Yeah, for good reason, because they knew that Claude Lemieux was going to get decked. It didn't matter who was going to be by, he was going to get decked. Steve Eisman would have gone after him if freaking Scotty would have let him. But Scotty was like, no, no, you're too you're too good. You put Shanahan, McCarty. And I they don't know put a line of good players that could hit hard with McCarty. their fists. And Darren McCarty. Darren McCarty was a good player. I don't care what you say. Darren McCarty goes straight after Claude Lemieux. Brendan Shanahan, linebacker tackles Patrick Waugh. You're telling me that doesn't belong in the game? You're telling me that the reason why people don't make DVDs based on that kind of stuff anymore or Blu-ray or whatever because they don't have that in the game anymore. What are you going to do? Go and make a highlight pack for 10 minutes on YouTube because you don't have anything that's as huge as two teams Battling each other and Scotty Bowman screaming at the Colorado bench. No, it was Mark Crawford. And first of all, that was actually in the playoffs. It wasn't that game. I know it. Know. It wasn't that game, but it was the same intensity. It was the same. Just you just want to punch them because you know what? They did a bad, and you need to fight them. It doesn't matter if it's months away. Because well, that cost that. Okay, that whole thing was part of the playoffs, and that's so obviously it carried over because Claude Mew, that was a dirty shot. Now you're telling now. Okay. Say and if it wasn't if it'd been like a bender like a duster like a whore like a just a god awful player I'm trying to think of a 
bad Colorado player, but obviously they weren't worth thinking about. Adam Foote was kind of yeah. Adam Foote was a solid defenseman. He was a solid defenseman, but he, he was a def- he was a solid he, he was a good defenseman. He passed the puck up. He did it. Well, he did what he, he had hit. to do. Now I'm saying if someone like a very minute player did that to Chris Draper, yes, he would have gotten smacked straight same way. I'm telling I'm you right now, it would have been. You want to know why? Claude Lemieux was that kind of a player. He had the punchable face. Okay. Brad Marchand goes after and knees someone, takes him out of the game, throws well, him out for a couple Well, you jump him weeks. right away, first of all. They jump. They would jump right away. But I'm saying— Just like how Claude Lemieux got jumped right away. But do you want—now, I'm turning this back to your point, Alex. You don't think anyone on the ice—like, you wouldn't think Morgan Riley. You don't think—Ron um, uh, Hainsey. You don't think Hyman. You don't think Connor Brown. You don't think Kapanen, you don't think Kadri would do something about it? Let's be honest. I think they do something about it, but Ron I don't Hainsey think... Ron Hainsey, in the playoffs, he goes after a guy after Martin gets hit. Again, he fights a guy. Ron Hainsey's okay. not an enforcer. You but just Matt need a, you Martin... Just, no, stop. You just need a guy there that can do it. You just need a guy that can fight. You don't need a guy that's a straight-up enforcer. You don't need a guy that's built there. You, need, I don't, you just need players... Like I players said... Players stand up for each other. So you no, don't You need, don't need a guy that... Hey, I need you to fight a guy. You just need players that will help out their teammates. I agree. You do not need to pay someone just to fight. But that's what, not that, what that's I an said. Enforcer. That's an enforcer. Not in this day and age. No, well, no, 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 exactly, no, no. Because no. there is an enforcer in this day and age. Exactly. You I'm, don't need it. I'm saying you need a player like Bob Probert. He was an enforcer. Yes, you want to know why? Because he was the heavyweight champion of the NHL. They made shirts about it. They absolutely made as much money as they could off it. You want to know why? Because he could score goals, he could make assists, he could make plays, and he fought too. And he was great. And people loved him. Oh Yes, that was great. And that's great. why... That was great then. Yeah. Nowadays, you don't need th- okay, that kind of player. Okay, so going back to your scenario with whoever team from whoever, regardless of if, whether he's a big star or like Claude Lemieux was, or if you have a small guy or whatever, going and putting someone like Chris Draper through the, into the boards face first or whatever for the Toronto Maple Leafs. All I'm saying is, yeah, they'll go after the guy, but they won't even dare to take off their gloves. You want to know why? They would rather take a two-minute minor versus a five-minute major. No, because nowadays they have a stupid enforcer. They, the, they have the instigator rule. Exactly. You're making the... But that's why I'm saying that's why it's pointless. The NHL put that rule in to get rid of enforcers. And guess what? Let's be honest. It's done a little bit of work. But here's the thing. It's done a bit there of work. There aren't guys that'll do cheap shots anymore. Because first of all, they know that... No, stop. They know the suspensions are going to happen. That's money out of their pocket. That's money out of their millions and millions of dollars they're going to lose. No one's going to go running around and risking and play like that. Marshan just has made enough money over his career, and he just doesn't give enough crap to do anything. That's How why. many times over the course of just this past season alone have you said, that was a dirty hit, he should have got suspended? And he didn't. No, because, no. Uh, been... d- 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 no, no, no. How many times? Too many. I think we did it a couple times on the, on the YouTube show. Exactly. Too many times. But, guys still went after him. Someone went after Andrew Cogliano when he had a guy. Okay. But and that's just went, a player. That's just a guy. Did they play. take off the gloves? Yes. Oh, actually, I don't remember. No, they didn't. But it doesn't freaking matter. They go, they make sure they hate. They understand that they know what's wrong. And guess what? Oh, my goodness. Okay. What yes. What do you want? No, it's stupid. You to tell just straight me. up oh. go. No, Alex, Alex, listen to me. You're playing in the NHL. Uh-huh. And I hit a guy. Go on. No, you don't hit a guy. Okay, Not fine. you. You see one of your teammates hit a guy. You go after him. It's a tie game. One of my guys hits a guy. No one. Uh, no, sorry. One. Someone hits one of your best. One of your players hits him hard. Clean check or not, doesn't matter. But it's a tie game. Two two late in the game. 
What do you do? Stand up for my teammate and beat the crap out of him, throw my fists off, and punch him in the face. You get in the box for two minutes for instigating, kicked out of the game, they score on the power play. So what? You lose. Cost you a playoff spot. Guess who's looking for a job next year? You. But it's the principal behind it. No, the principal or not, who cares? Principal doesn't win hockey games, Alex. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. It's the principle of if you hit my guy hard enough and you try to hurt him, I'm going to go after you. I don't care. Okay, Nazem Kadri. He got spent in two games. No, three games. He got spent in three games. Why? Because he thought he should defend a teammate. Yes, he did it really horribly. He got the red mess in his eyes and straight up, straight up decked a guy. And I don't blame. Okay, dude, that's okay. not how you do it, though. You don't deck a guy like that. That's oh, BS. so you attack a guy and you go after him. That's no, what you, you said. No, you fight what, him. You can't, you, but you can't fight him because guess what? Nazem Kadri got a penalty. And either guys, you fight him or you lay a clean check. You don't go after and you don't dirty hit someone. And But you, Just you because literally said slept. go after some guy. You yes, said, you said go after I said go after him. I didn't say lay, and then lay guess a completely what? So, dirty so check. So what if he does try to fight him? Guess what? Ron Hayes did the same thing the, night, the next night. What happens? He gets a penalty for it. Cost the Leafs. Okay, fine. That's how this game works, Alex. Because the league and the players both are making it a pansy sport. So why is your problem the enforcers if it's really the league? Because. If it's really the league's fault. It's not the enforcers' fault that they get penalties for stuff. No, it's no, not I'm not saying it's the enforcers' it's fault. Not, I'm it's, saying it's, it's, it's not the league and I'm saying it's the players. I didn't say it was the so, enforcers' fault so, at all. So I said so there, you're was saying, two, there was so not enough. So you're saying if there was not a penalty... For going after a guy, for hitting your guy, if there wasn't an instigator rule, that there would be, you think there'd be less chicken because there'd be less those hard hits. Yes, because, there would be. Because then those guys know they'd have to answer the bell. Okay, time and out. It doesn't matter. Time out. No, it doesn't matter then if you have an enforcer or not. Because like I said, there will be guys. Ron Hainsey, good gentleman Ron Hainsey. Have you ever seen Ron Hainsey lay a body Ron Hainsey was back when there was actual... He is an old player. He knows Nazi back... Kadri would fight a guy if he could. Instead, he has to go hit a guy because he knows he can't fight. He knows okay, he can't because, fight. Because so, Nazem no. Kadri's a prick, no, first and foremost. Well, I love yeah. the guy the deck, but he's a prick. But, okay, yes, but here's the thing. Nazem Kadri, if he could fight, he would rather fight because that's only five minutes. But he had to do something else because he knows he can't fight because that's a penalty. Oh, so instead of it's laying a, a clean a check, he laid a dirty one. Yeah. Okay, because he got the red mist and everything. But here's the thing. If he could fight, guess what? He'd rather drop the gloves and only fight the guy and only have five minutes. Nobody gets a penalty. Instead, he yes, he got the red mist and yes, he did the thing, whatever. But what I'm saying is, if you're you're saying that no one will fight because they know the repercussions. That's why they. Don't that's drop, what you're that's saying. Why they don't. No, that's why they don't drop the gloves. That's what you're saying. That's why you don't drop. That's why they don't drop the gloves, Alex. That's why you say, "Oh, all they're gonna do is grab each other." That's why you need enforcers to fight because the enforcers won't fight because they know they're gonna cost the team two minutes. Yeah, because and they, it's stupid. Exactly. So you're. So it's. I'm the, not saying it's these enforcers' it's the, fault. It's the players and the league. It's the league's fault. Yeah, that's, that's what I, I'm fault. agreeing. It's the league's fault. Well, it's both. So we really don't need enforcers. We just need a more official rule that allows guys to fight. Yes, I know, and there's a fine line because there'll be guys sometimes they'll just straight up drop a guy, grab them sweater, and knock take him down to get him off the ice. Yeah, yes, they'll top Bertuzzi him. It's stupid. Okay, no, no, I'm just saying they'll just go after a guy, drop the gloves, and make him drop the gloves because no one's gonna want to not. Some guys will not. They'll just drop the gloves because they feel like they have to. I'm saying, Alex, that if the league had not, they're like the instigator rule. There's so many pros and cons. Yes, now you can't just take a guy off the ice by fighting him now. But there's also that rule of, hey, now I don't want to fight because if I if I fight this guy, despite that he just hit my teammate, I'm going to go to the box room and be down five on four. Right. What are you arguing? 
I'm not arguing with that fact. I, am ar- I, I didn't say it was the enforcer's fault. I said it's the players and the league. So it's we the don't. Players so fault. we don't. So they don't. It's need the enforce. league's fault because they installed rules to get rid of enforcers completely and foremost. That's the reason why the so you why see all you the want, enforcers. So down, hold want, on, hold on. I let you talk for a second. I want to talk for a second. That's why you see all the enforcers down in the ECHL and the AHL making scrap maybe money. making scrap money because they're down in the minors. They're not playing professional hockey anymore. It's amateur at best. Okay. 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 No. But okay. Continue. Fine. Semi-pro. Excuse me. Whatever. That's why it's the league's fault. And it's the player's fault for not taking a stand and saying, hey. No, because the player association agrees with the rule, with the pro of the fact that you can't just go up straight and fight people. Ah, yes. The player's association, which is just basically a club ran by the star players, John Tavares, or excuse me, John Tavares, Jonathan Taves. Yeah, Patrick Kane, who's on the top of the board. People that don't fight. That's everyone's the players' play- association. Everyone's a part of the players' association. Everyone yeah, is. but not everyone's vote necessarily counts because just because, just like how, uh, oh, how you have your, you know, your labor unions or whatever. At the end of the day, yes, you could you vote for who's on the board or whatever, blah blah blah. And but it's just like how democracy works. It's the guy with the power that makes the decision. If you have five guys that are saying, yes, we agree with the rule, but you still have 30 guys that are saying no, those 30 guys don't get their vote. It's the five guys up top. That's what I'm saying. It's the league's fault because they made the rule, and it's the player's fault because they're not, they, re, they are not realizing that because they don't have because they can't enforce each other and put themselves in those checks and balance situations that they are having star players or even second line good players that are out of games getting hurt getting concussions because people whether they're good hits or not they're still laying big hits that's what i'm saying i'm not saying it's the enforcer's fault i agree with you on half of the stuff but at the same time you need big players even if you don't call them enforcers, you need big players that can play because that's what you want. You want you want roster players that can score goals or even put up assists or just get the puck up the ice to the star player. That's what you want. Get me a player or multiple players in the next few draft years that can fight, that can lay big hits when they need to, and they can also get the puck up the ice. Give me that. That's what I want. So you agree with me. We don't on need, some of things. That we don't need enforcers. We you just don't need, need guys. quote unquote enforcers. Okay. You don't need quote unquote enforcers. You need big guys that can defend their teammates. Teammates and players that don't exist right now because they're not willing to do so regardless. There are guys that would be definitely willing to fight if they, if it were within the rules. Okay, so then if it were within the rules, there'd be guys. There'd be a lot more guys who would fight. Okay, then I want you to send emails to every single player in the players' association to. There's no thing as a public email. You know how I had to get my get to the the mail address in order to possibly maybe get a press pass for the training camp. I had to go through the okay, fan then, server email. It's the players' fault because they voted yes to the rule. They have to. The players' association and the league both make the rules and they both agree on them. That's how it works. The league. I'm not sure about that. That's true or not. No, it is the goalie interference rule. The players' union was there. Well, players union was about it because it affected the game of play. I don't exactly. Know, like Every single rule affects the game of play. Duh. Even though the NHL has straight up made rules before. And the NHLPA is actually not exactly ran by the players. It's ran yes, by it is. a board that is elected by, the, by players. the players. 
So, so the it's pl- for the players by the players. That's what no, I'm saying. The players like the people. They kind of go with it. So it's a little whole political thing. So pretty much, folks, if you go back when we started this argument, Alex said we need enforcers. Now he agrees with me that we do not need enforcers. We need players that can that be willing to fight if the league would allow because it. You're if treating- the league would allow it. Because you're using the you're saying you're acting as if the word enforcers is like a dirty word, right? Like saying, uh, oh. Uh, Oh, what's 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 a word that used to be except like the R word, like for those that are mentally challenged, right? Okay. The, the R word is now a dirty word, just like how now the word enforcer is. Don't grease dirty the hole you're already in, but go keep going. I'm not greasing the hole. I'm just saying, enforcer is a quote unquote out of date term that is now used in a bad context. Bad context, just like how. You just, just think there like should before, be. You understand there should be tougher players and there should be tougher guys. Like how tougher do, players like Bob Probert that can do that can play if they need to, but they are there to also defend the star players. They always say Marty Bob. McSorley, but can score. Exactly, and you don't have that in this league because players are too small. No, because players can play. Players can play because they they're have le- to, and they're less. And guess what? They're going to be less likely to hit because they know hit because hitting. they have to because the li- the game's changing. Yes, I know. The game is exactly. So you really, in, in theory, in literal, in in fact, you do not need a tough guy on the team. That's why the Leafs could have kept Matt Martin. They could have kept him on. They could have kept agreed. him in the lineup. And I've agreed they with kept you. Him in the lineup. I but agreed. But do you think Matt Martin would have won that series against Boston? No. no. Exactly. Exactly. I said we I wouldn't even gotten to game seven if it were, Matt Martin was in the lineup. 20 minutes ago, I agreed with you. What, did, what was the fact that you just said? That players and teams don't need to have them. I agreed with that. They don't need them because the game's changed. I'm just mad that the game changed for the worse in my eyes. You think it changed for the worse because now you think, guys, you think... Okay, Keith Primo played then with guys that would fight, with guys that would do ungodly things to each other. Keith Primo's brain will never be the same ever again. It will never be the same ever again. And? Because there were high hits like that, and there were fights. Okay? He'll never be the same. Mm-hmm. Bob Probert, he didn't die because of... He died because he was of the, of the kind of play that was... He was just his body just deteriorated to the point of he couldn't play he couldn't do anything anymore. That's why how those, Marty McSorley still alive is beyond me. Those players that's why they are regarded as gladiators. Why do you think they Wayne, were why guardians? Do think, why do you think Wayne Gretzky's still like one hundred percent healthy? Wendell Clark, I'm, I'm God bless that Wendell Clark and Doug Gilmore are okay because they played in that era, but they were tough enough that players respected them. Now, okay, okay that was then, of course. Nowadays. There isn't that kind. There aren't that many players that need to be ridiculous stuff. Yes, there's the like there's the rough guys and there's the guys that will play hard like like the Patrice Bergerons, like the Jonathan Taves, like the Johnny Tavares. Like I'll be honest, like like the Sidney Crosby and Vinny Malkins. Those guys will play tough, and sometimes they get a little close to the edge, but they don't go over the line because they know the repercussions. Uh, but all I'll say is this: going back to Marty McSorley or whatever, you look at. <clears throat> Bob Probert, Marty McSorley, all the guys regarded as gladiators, regarded as guardians. Darren McCarty, even though he's more recent history, he's re- he's referred to as a gladiator of the ice because you want to know Darren why. Darren McCarty's Pe- never be the same either, dude. People will There's remember. Guy. People will remember him way better than they will remember Matthew Dandino because who cares about Matthew Dandino? Second, he didn't do anything. Second, third line player. 
that just played and made passes and maybe got a point if he could. Nobody cares about the person that's playing the third line and doing good hey, and following the You may not remember John Cullen. However, guess what? He was still there. Why is Marty McSorley so revered? And why is he still talked about to this day? Yes, he, because he did the slashing to the head, obviously. But, he but other than Gretzky, that, he protected Gretzky. You tell me who the third line right winger was for the Edmonton Oilers before the trade. Um, I bet you can't name him in the next five minutes without looking it up. For the 88 team? When Gretzky was traded. Before before Gretzky was traded. So, like, let's say the 87 team. Exactly. It's taking you quite a minute. But as soon you said, as you, you said, said... You said five minutes. Hold on. Okay, fine. I'll give you five minutes. But while you're talking about that, I'll say it's taking you forever... No, Bernie Nichols still in LA. That's right. Exactly. So it's taking you quite a minute. But if I ask you, who was the main defender of Wayne Gretzky when he played in Edmonton and Los Angeles? You're like, boom, Marty McSorley. Who was one of the best, name the best enforcers to ever play for the Detroit Red Wings? Joey Kosher, Darren McCarty, Bob Probert. The list goes on and on. You could even go back to Ted Lindsay and Gordy Howe. Who Those guys could actually score and could play. Of course, that's when you had to do both back then. You had to, you had to be able to use your stick to not just score, but to make sure the guy stays off you. Okay, I'll give, I'll, give, I'll just keep asking you, you names then. Who is the one? Who is one of the best defensemen to ever play for the New Jersey Devils? Scott Stevens comes up first. Niedermeyer, but yes. Well, Niedermeyer, yes. Because Stevens, you want to know why? Because he hit, he could fight, he did whatever. He did not fight. Scott Stevens was not a fighter. Yes, he did. Bull Bobby Holik was a bigger fighter than he was. Okay, fine. Then, okay, well, he did fight. Yes, he did. But Scott Stevens, what is he best known for? Big hits. Checks that would be probably suspendable nowadays. Big hits and big names. Right? Big hits on big names. Paul Korea being one of them. One Eric of the, Lindros, yes. Yes. Eric Lindros. There's another guy that probably would never be the same again. And those exactly. when they could fight too. That's exactly. But that was, that was that also was when you had enforcers. That was when their headshots were legal. I'm not saying headshots should be legal. I'm just saying that there should be quote-unquote enforcers. But they, and there were enforcers in the game then. Who was there enforcing it then, Alex? Okay, fine. Explain that Rob to Blake, someone that laid the big hits. But clean checks. Clean checks. Kind of like Bufflin or whatever. Right? Okay, yep. Okay. Well revered. What does that one have to do with enforcers? One of the best players. What does that have to do with tough guys, Alex? Because he was a tough guy. He didn't need to fight. Rob Blake didn't fight. He didn't fight. But you know what he did? He, he saw someone go after another guy and said, okay, next time you come up near the boards, I'm going to throw my rear end right into Good, you. Good clean check, right? Exactly. Okay. So You're enforcing. You don't have to fight, but you're enforcing. Even though you were totally Just, implying when you started this whole argument, the fact that you there need to be guys that are willing to fight. Exactly. But clearly, as we've seen in the past, Scott Stevens, Rob Blake, Dustin Bufflin, as we said, they don't fight. They don't need to. Because they're not because, enforcers, Because they have, I'm that, just, they have that presence. I'm, the Leafs against Boston, exactly. yes, the Leafs need to be tougher. So maybe the Leafs did need a bigger So Dan O'Chara will be in that group with Rob Blake and Scott Stevens. You want to know why? Because he has that presence. Even if you have a big guy there that is just there to have the presence, he will be a legendary, and his name will be remembered for years and years and years and he will also protect players because obviously everyone knows that if you go after okay jacob truba right if you go out and you hit him whether it be clean or big or whatever dustin bufflin's gonna come after you he's gonna hit you eventually and you're gonna have to live with that 
and live with that nightmare in until it happens. Exactly. Right. It's like so, the slap bet from How I Met Your Mother. You know it's coming. You just don't know so when. We don't, so Alex, Give me those guys. So we don't need Rick's fighters. Up. So we don't need fighters. You do need fighters because I, um, you okay. You're no. smiling because you know I'm right. I'm turning this on you. You're trying to turn it on me, but I'm bringing I'm it turning back. this like a good steak. Just cup, cup minutes, cup minutes, and let it sit for a good another minute. Let it cook on the inside. No, you're trying to turn it on me, but I'm going to bring it back. You need fighters because sometimes don't, hitting don't doesn't your do story. it. It's okay. I mean, I'm not changing my story. It's still the same story. You still need fighters because sometimes a big hit doesn't cut it. If Darren McCarty went after Claude Lemieux and just hit him, an article about this. If Darren McCarty went after Claude Lemieux and instead of beating his face to a pulp and making him bloody and having him have to go back to the locker room, have stitches and stay out for the rest of the game, but instead hit him really hard, whether it be clean or dirty, Claude Lemieux would have been fine the next day. He would have been a little bit sore. But instead, you know what happened? He could barely see. Darren McCarty jumped He could barely see. He couldn't do... A thing he had to. He and was out for. He was out for that, two weeks. Is that something we want in the game, Alex? Because he went is after. Is that something we want in the game? Yes, that's something I want in the game because Claude Lemieux did a wrong, and instead of just suspending him, because that was a hard wrong. Okay, no one does a stupid wrong anymore. Knock on wood. No one. Okay, does a Brad Marchand wrong. does a stupid wrong. What happens? He gets suspended. We've gone. Okay, we'll go yes, back he to lowered, the same. He jumped, He ducks underneath the guy. He takes him out by the knees. You're right. What happened? To him, he got suspended, a slap on the wrist. Even I think that one was only three thousand. Well, that's one thing. Well, or actually, was, even maybe less because the, and, are you talking about the the hit on the centers. Who was it? It wasn't Acosta. It no, was, no, no. I'm talking about the one on the van. I think it was on Burroughs, wasn't it? Oh no, the one way load. back in 2012. Oh gosh, yeah. that was uh, Sammy Solo. Yeah, that's right. So he, he ducked, was suspended. He, yeah, he got suspended. He got, I think it was like it was like two thousand or three thousand or whatever. I don't think you got fined because you're Alex. Once you get suspended, you already lose money. Okay, fine. You lose you. You don't get paid for those games. Okay, fine. You got suspended, but he didn't. Nobody went after him. All he did was sit at home. They did too. Someone went after. Okay, no one like straight up. Okay, no one injured him. You don't want. You don't that. need to injure him. You just need you to fight just him. Said, Darren McCarty couldn't walk. He the Lemieux couldn't see. Had to get such up. Was out for two weeks. Because do sometimes, you want that? do you want that? Yes, because sometimes hitting isn't enough. Sometimes if you go after, you're Marchand, telling people to go injure people. Why would we want that in the game anymore, Alex? Because you just—it's how it used to be. It's how and it's sometimes great. I just, That's how it used to be. You want to know how it used to be in Those football? Those are the, the glory days, is the good old days, as you, people used to say. I like The good old days of when you had to, it was kill or be killed. Yes, you're right. You remember when I, my favorite player almost of all time for the Grand Rapids Griffins was Daryl Bootland. You want to know why? Because he laid big hits and he fought people. That because was I, then. No, I that went, was then. Because I went to the game to A, watch goals, and watch my home team win. That way you could hear the amazing horn that they had there, you which watched, is the Dallas... Even the though it's da- the Dallas Stars goal horn. It is yes. the Dallas Stars goal horn. So, yes, you want to watch goals, you want to watch fights, and, yes, I understand that. And, yes, that's how... Yes, yeah, And now all I have he- now is I get bored. A high-paced, It's the European game now. That's and it's, it. It's and boring it's, for me. It can be... And it's entertaining. Oh, my gosh. No, it's not. The game's not. faster than ever. Yeah, it's fast. So, okay, instead of 
turning my head and then stopping for a minute because, you know, there's a stoppage of play or something and there was a fight. Now I just go back and forth like a dang tennis match. Great. That's kind of boring for me when I'm just seeing people trying to outdangle each other. I want to see a fight. I want to see two boys from the country, corn-fed and corn-bred, dropping the there helmets, dropping the gloves, there and going be. at each other. There will be fights. That's hockey to me. That's why I'm upset. That's why I said we need quote-unquote enforcers or quote-unquote tough guys. That way we can make hockey a very tough and physical sport instead of making it a finesse sport like soccer or baseball or a sport that's not necessarily contact-oriented. When you, when, you make a, when you make a sport skill-oriented, the players have to follow suit. Like you said, teams don't need enforcers anymore because there's rules intact to go after people that lay the big hits or whatever. You don't need enforcers anymore because you're going to get a two-minute minor or whatever or a five-minute major or you get an instigator penalty, right? right. That's why your you team doesn't need right. Exactly. The players have to not be enforcers. If there weren't those rules, they could be if they wanted to. Because I know for dang fact that Mitch Marner or Patrick Marlowe, not even Patrick Marlowe, he's a little bit older, but like Zach Hyman or Connor Brown, they probably looked up to players like Ty Domi or Wendell Clark or Darcy Tucker. These boys that, God help them, they dropped the gloves. They could drop the gloves whenever they wanted to, take the helmet off if they wanted to be a showboat about it and show the hair, but some, and but guys, fight! But guys, that's the thing, is like guys come up in this league and they don't want to. They don't need to. Because they understand that, hey, it's a different game. Exactly. I don't want a, a sheet full of ice with two goalies. Do you want to go back to the days of Gordie Howe where literally I don't, a guy I don't, could get I whacked upside the head? I don't want Gordie Howe. No, 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 no. I don't even want 80s. I just want you want solid play combined with physical play. I want finesse and physical play. I want there is European play. Do you play. want me to pull up the like a thousand the thousand hits that happened this year? At okay, least a hits. Where's the fights though? How many fights were there compared to hits? How many hits were there were that were deemed like ridiculously hard? That you know what? Maybe I should step up to a guy. I don't. I'm not saying there's not a place for it. But I, it wouldn't be worth it. It would not be worth it to the team. It would not be worth it to the team's with success. With the rules that are in place, it would not be worth it. With exactly. the rules. Exactly. So I just you don't, don't... So you're not pointing fingers at teams. You're not pointing fingers at no. the game. You're, point, you're pointing I'm, the fingers. I'm, no, I'm pointing the team. I'm pointing, pointing my finger at the game. I'm pointing my finger at the game. I'm no, pointing because my finger. it's because it's the league is dictating it. And the, the league and, rules the game. Yes. Exactly. That's how it works. Exactly. NHL is so the governing body of a, your pro, your North American pro, it's hockey. It's not about exactly. It's not about the game. It is about the game. It's not about the game. Yes, it is. It's not how the game is played. Okay. The game has been dictated by the rules. That's how it is. So the teams had okay. to adapt. Who dictates teams the, had to adapt. Who dictates who dictates the game of American football? The who? National Roger Goodell. <laughs> okay, so who dictates the game event of hockey? Tell me how different football in, has changed in the last twenty years. A lot. How so? So many rule changes. Very little ones. Oh, BS. There have been huge rule changes. People can get ejected for uh, intentional or non-intentional hit to the head. Yes. Yeah, so, well, okay, because concussions are different. But I'm saying like... They, they are treating 
concussion head different? first head first dives or whatever like somehow you like you used to do whenever like you'd go towards touchdown are now being treated as quarterback slides that's another huge rule that's now being enforced this year really yes head forward dives are now being treated as like quarterback slides so you now you can have a, a running back this is news a, to me or a wide receiver dive for a couple more the yards just and you game. can't I, hit them. that's all i really know about football right now and you can't hit them because they're diving for a couple more yards you can't hit them all right so when I, so, so the nfl dictates the game of football so if you wanna if you have an argument with how the game's played you also have an argument with the league i have a problem with how Hockey is played because of the league. Exactly. Not because yes, yes. If they if there was no Fort Alex, if there was no instigator rule, probably Colton Moore could have been a Hall of Famer. Yes, probably Fraser McLaren could have played a few more years. Probably George Peros would not be head of player safety. Yeah, and instead of that, all we have is two goalies and between them five different versions of one player because they're all dangling and they're all doing one thing. They're it's trying. boring. They are. Throw one enforcer in there on each team and have but that, them but fight. The but here's okay, great. Who are they going to fight? The other each guy? other. What's the point? Yeah, sometimes you have to get a fight. Heavyweight team. bouts. Bob Probert versus McSorley. One of the biggest things you mean, ever. No, it was them and Domi, but okay. <laughs> okay, fine. Even okay, fine. Whatever. Domi and Probert. Right. That game. During warm-ups, they're looking at each other because they know it's going to happen. Yes, I know. It the was, fans yeah. are looking at them looking at each other because they know it's going to happen. Because that's and how you the know game what? was. And that's how it could still be. I have a problem with the game because it's ruled by the league, and the league rules You're the right, game. You're right, Alex. Let's bring back the spin dial phones. Get out your Walkmans, and let's have ourselves a ball. If I have to use a Walkman instead of this phone so I can watch hawks or hockey and fights and fights in hockey... Good, I'll do it. You know what? You know, you know. Hockey's your... the reason why I got into you know UFC. What? Kelly, Kelly wants to get me an anniversary gift. I keep telling her not to. Don't worry about. It. We'll just go to dinner or something like that. You want to? You want to see these fights, stuff like that? Tell her to buy me the entire box set of Narakam Sockam, and we'll watch them for an entire day, all twenty six of them. I'm not kidding. From start to finish, we're gonna watch all of them, including all the coaching tips to the parents that Don Cherry does at the end of the movies. All right, good. That, tell her to do that, and then you and I can watch it. And yes, the glory days. Absolutely. You want to know why? Why do I love the glory days? Because even before I was born, yes, it was great to watch Doug Gilmore. It was great to watch Wendell Clark. It was great to watch Felix Poppin. It was great to watch the Midnight's. Yes, and I was, yes, I, we were born Wings fans. Yes, I love watching Steve Irishman play. Yes, I love watching Sergey. Yes, I love Darren McCarty going after people. Because why? Because that's how the game was. Uh-huh. So what I'm telling is, you is that's that... how the game was. However, would I trade that in for having today's game? I don't know. I really don't know. I would. You clearly would. Because I know for but a fact that... I love that the way the game is. It's so exciting. The speed. The the skill. That's the European it's not, game. It's, it's not just dump, chase, hold on for dear life. Great. I'd be great at it because I'm freaking a horrible hockey player. However, it's so much entertaining. The goaltenders are athletic. Game. Everyone's great. Yes, it is a European game. And it's stupid. Somehow... Bring somehow, back the American somehow, game. Somehow, Canada beat the, beat the Soviets 72 because they had to adjust. Those first four games in yes, Canada Yes, I know, were, just like the they, Miracle on Ice. They had to take the Russians game and the European game and use it against them. And I guess know. what? It worked. And that works for international and play. Skillful. This is a North American Hockey League. Played by 
everybody. Exactly. Canada doesn't dominate the. I don't. But Canada doesn't dominate the the uh, the demographic anymore. No, they don't. It's mainly Swedish. I forgot what the majority is, but I don't. Th- uh, it's close to it now. I I think like Canada's. Canada's uh, like solid second or third. But that's what I'm saying. But it's because it's the game is different. You score more goals with more skilled players, more fast players. One enforcer ain't gonna stop that. Okay, then give me more. I'll, the, I'll the be greedy. The league not gonna them. do that because teams aren't gonna do that. Exactly because teams the rules want to are win. in place. And, well, that's because well, yes, the rules are in place, and the fact that teams say, "Hey, we see success by who?" Like I said, Ryan Reeves. When did he come to Vegas? End of the year. How did Vegas even get to that point where they were actually buying the trade deadline? Because they had a because the game is different. They and had yes, a skill team. Yes, that bought into it's a system this... and it worked. They were a super fast team that could score a lot of goals. Yeah, you're, it worked. You're saying the same thing over and over. You're telling me that a team and you're from... changing your story every time I change it. No, I'm you. not. You're saying that a team from this era is well is better suited than a team from the mid '90s to play just... in this game. You're right. In the mid '90s, you could put a team out there of enforcers. Yes, that 2013 Leafs team, they could afford to have Frazier McLaren and Colton North. They could afford to have lead league in fights because guess what? That was how they could do it, and it worked. But the game has changed to the point now because it's five years. I know, and I don't, don't like it. They don't need it. I don't like it, though. They don't need it. It's they no, I No, and I've said it, and I've agreed with you. Yes, they don't need it because the game's changed. I'm saying that I'm mad because it's my personal opinion, and you can't change it. No, God bless your soul. Because I still want fights. I still want to wait for, yes, I'm watching the game and there's goals and whatever, but just that slim chance that somebody from one team fights the other from the other team and I get to watch two gladiators go after each other. You want to know why I got into UFC and stuff? Because I used to not be in UFC, into UFC or whatever and everything. Conor McGregor is No, not even that, no. I didn't even get into UFC because of Conor McGregor. I got into UFC because fighting. Because Ronda Rousey. Because it is in human nature to like watching conflict in the physical form. Fighting. I love to watch it. Doesn't matter if Conor McGregor's in the ring or if it's or if it's Nate Diaz or whatever. Two people going after each other and wailing on them. Just for even an NHL fight. All it costs is about 15 to 20 seconds. That's all I want. I want my money's worth of 15 to 20 seconds of two guys dropping the gloves and just punching each other. That's all I want. I'm not going to turn this on you, but I'm going to say this. What? So now when you go to a game, Alex, nowadays, if there is a fight, it's kind of a big deal now, isn't it? Yes. It's not just a... It was still a big deal back when. But it's an even, even bigger even deal because it's even a special, in, a special occasion or a special, special event. If something any fight like was that. a special occasion, way back when uh, Rocket Richard was playing and that uh, entire line brawl broke out and it lasted like five minutes, the people were ecstatic because it happened all the back time. Back in back the seventies, when you had the, the like the even even before the complete heyday of like the haymaker, brush, the heyday brush. of haymakers, people were going ballistic. When Bob Probert threw down the gloves, doesn't matter who against, people went ballistic. Doesn't matter how many people fight or how many times it happens in one game, people go ballistic. Every time. Because they love it. That's why they love, that's why people still make highlight packages of big hits because that's the most they've got now. 
But it won't happen. And it won't, and that's why I'm mad. That's why I'm upset. I want the game to change in the way of it just needs one fight a game. That's all I want. I don't want to go to the game just to watch hockey. I want to go to the game to watch hockey and watch hockey with a fight. Simple. Somewhat. It only took us an hour to get here, but sure. Good. And on that note, I think we're done fighting for the day. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Alex, as always. Tyler, alongside me. Your name is Alex, as always? What was it yesterday? Uh, probably Tyler. No, my name is Tyler. Tyler and Tyler? Oh, gosh, that'd be a horrible show. Oh. Well, I love my best friend Tyler, but that wasn't going to happen. TTFN, ta-ta for now. We'll see you next time. Goodbye! <laughs>